0: Hey everybody, you saw the sign, we're uh, we're live on air. Hope you're well, hope your family's good. It is Wednesday, December 2nd, or probably Wednesday, December 1st at 10 a.m. And um, Purdue is coming off uh, a pretty sizable victory versus an ACC foe. We'll talk about that today. I'm also going to talk a bit about postseason awards for the football team and uh, dip a little bit into uh, some Bucket Talk, uh, maybe go a little bit further than what we talked about uh, during the Handsome Hour. That If you haven't seen it yet, I highly suggest you download it, give it a listen. Uh, there's some good stuff in there about the Coaching Carousel. Um, Anisha's absolute favorite uh, hobby is uh, keeping up with the co- Coaching Carousel. So uh, a lot of good stuff in there if you like that. Um, Thanks for tuning in. Uh, today's Quick Cast course brought to you by our friends at Martin Vintage. Martin Vintage, 15% off. You enter Boiled. Great T-shirts. Great company. Great Purdue people. Uh, Gridiron Metalworks. Derek and company will hook you up for Christmas. You better order soon, though. Enter Boiled at Checker for 15, 15% there. And, of course, AJ's. I ate at AJ's before the bucket game. I ducked in from the freezing cold 40-degree rain and um, enjoyed a burger. Actually, no, I had uh, I had the Italian beef. Um, Very, very good. Um, My son had the uh, burger. Uh, It was a a pastry puff burger uh, with pizza sauce on it. Pretty good. Pretty good. I had a little bit of his too. Uh, I've been known to do that. You don't get built this way by not eating. I can tell you that much. Anyway, um, it is Wednesday morning. Uh, Purdue is number two in America because they're not as good as Duke and Gonzaga. Uh, But Duke got beat by Ohio State yesterday. It won't matter. I would say uh, let's just go ahead and uh, crown them now. Crown Duke and Gonzaga co-champs. That's what I've already done. I've moved on. Uh, The pollsters have uh, fooled me once. They're not going to fool me again. I really think Purdue has a lid on it. It's like an acrylic lid. You can't get any higher than number two. So I'm okay with it. Uh, Sure, Purdue deserves to be number one. But they're not going to be. So uh, your number two, Boilers, just beat the living crap out of Florida State last night in spite of playing a pretty bad game offensively at times. Uh, It's tough to say that when you uh, score 90 points on an ACC opponent, um, coached by Leonard Hamilton, one of the best coaches in America. There's no question. He is a a great coach, uh, has a great uh, culture built there down in Tallahassee, and Purdue kind of took it to him. Purdue was up by, I think, 16 at the half and won by 28 points. Uh, Final score was uh, 93-65, of course. You probably tuned in. That's why you're here, because you're a diehard. But uh, let's let's go over a couple things. Uh, First off, of course, uh, Jaden Ivey was dynamic. He was a great version of Jaden Ivey because he didn't, uh, let's see, he played 29 minutes. So he played a lot, but he was absolutely everywhere. He was active on the glass. He had six rebounds. But he was disruptive. He had two blocks. I counted three. Again, that happens. A couple turnovers on um, uh, uh, passes coming into the lane, which uh, weren't ideal. But um, all in all, an incredibly good game. He was 7-11 shooting. He was the best guy on the court, no question. In a game filled with um, long-armed, athletic, fast players, both teams had a couple of them. At least, I mean, Florida State's built on that, but Jaden Ivey was the best on the court. Still, 18 points, six rebounds, two assists, two blocks, a steal, three turnovers to go along with that. Uh, Isaiah Thomas Thompson continues to be clutch. He continues to be the guy that makes the big shot when it feels like you're going into a lull. Teams don't respect him; they sag off him for some reason, and then he hits threes. Last night, he was two for two from three. Four for four from the field, uh, great solid game for Thompson. He played 22 minutes. Um, a guy that I don't think is getting a lot of run. I'm gonna get him first just because I think, you guys know my feelings if you've been on here before. Ethan Morton is uh, is gonna be really good. He already does some things quietly that people don't notice. He had four assists in just 12 minutes. Um, he had a couple turnovers. The problem that Purdue was having. So you had Ivy had three. Morton had two turnovers. Uh, Trey Williams had three turnovers. Uh, Brandon Newman had two turnovers. Uh, Thompson had one. Stefanovic had one. And the problem they had, if you didn't watch, but you probably did again, was uh, Florida State's length uh, and their ability to get in the passing lanes uh, was pretty noteworthy. Um, they are um, uh, they're they're very long. They're very smart. They're very well coached. They they don't stop. Um, high energy team. They're, they're really really very good team and defensively they're a good test early they were down three players um, Leonard Hamilton said it wouldn't have mattered he just thinks Purdue is very complete if you didn't see his postgame comments check out the Twitter feed I put it in there just because it's noteworthy for a team that can't get a number uh, enough number one votes to to um, get up there and Gonzaga and Duke clearly belong there they're the best teams in America maybe in the universe um, uh, Leonard Hamilton who's coached a little bit, seems to think Purdue's pretty good. So I think that should matter to you guys because that guy has been around. Uh, ben Cotton says, I didn't feel it was our best game, uh, but turned to my girlfriend late in the first time and said, I don't feel like it's in question. Completely agree, Ben. And that was a funny thing. Like uh, Purdue was playing kind of a sluggish brand. I said, man, Purdue isn't playing well. Um, the defense was okay. Uh, offense never got in a good rhythm. And that was probably because of Florida State and Purdue – Was up 16th a half. Uh, Let's see if there's anything else noteworthy statistically. Oh, Sasha took the game over at one point. Um, He was bombing for just a few minutes, uh, long enough to create space in the game. Um, Ivy hit four straight three-pointers. I think that matters. He went four for six, but he was four for four to start the game. Gillis played a really hard-nosed, kind of quiet statistically game. 19 minutes, six points, three rebounds. But Gillis is starting to get back. Um, I would say in the next game or two you'll see the old Mason Gillis play uh, he just needs time just needs time to get in that groove uh, Brandon Newman uh, didn't shoot well from three but had a pretty good game 13 points um, I love Brandon Newman I think he's uh, gonna be awesome next year when he has a bigger role I think he's already pretty damn great and of course um, Trey Williams 8.6 rebounds um, just a I mean, I think he had some of the best passes I've ever seen from a guy who we know can pass. He really played great basketball. Um, He's so good, and he makes it so difficult on defenders because if they lean one way, he's going to get them. If they try to defend the shot too much, he's going to pass it over them and and cross through defenses and find the wide-open man. He can do a lot of stuff really well, and his enthusiasm, as you can see from the post-pick today, is my favorite thing. That, uh, I just, I continue to, I'm feeding off, and I'm not even on the team, but I love what Trey Williams is doing this year for the for the team. I think he's got an amazingly important role. Um, he really makes this, this whole thing go. Zach Eady, 12, just 12 points, four rebounds in 19 minutes. Um, uh, Purdue's good. Um, we all knew it. Purdue's good. I have a great idea for anybody. If you're a student out there, if you're in the, the paint crew, I would highly suggest making a sign that says offense lives here because the defense lives here. That's what Purdue is, has built its reputation on. This year, the defense is not going to be as good as what we're accustomed to. That said, this offense is so good and so dynamic and has so many playmakers they're going to they're gonna gloss over a lot of uh, problems or inconsistencies on defense. And I would love to see an offense. Lives here sign. That one's a free suggestion to you. It's actually from my brother. He gave it first. It's a good one. Um, I think you should put that on there. Um, let's see. Anything else? Um, oh, I want to talk a little bit about postseason awards. I think these are important. Um, Purdue is... Um, Purdue's got a couple guys that got some awards from the Big Ten. I, if you didn't hear this yet, Garrett Mil- Miller, um, oh, pardon me, uh, George Karloftis was all Big Ten. Payne Durham was uh, got the Sportsmanship Award. Uh, Jalen Alexander, Cam Allen, uh, Jalen Graham, uh, Cedric Mackey, Dean, Finneran, all were honorable mention Um from the conference, very good. Graham was robbed. Should have been at least second second team all-conference, if not first grade, first team. Graham is very good. Hopefully he's here next year and then he can be all-conference first team. I think he has that type of ability. I think he has that type of motor. I think he has that type of instinct. He's that good. But I wanted to give a couple unsung hero awards uh, from uh, your friends at Boyle Sports. These are coveted awards. Uh, they've never been given out. And I wanted, to, I wanted to shoot them out there and the players, they'll get huge plaques and trophies, of course. I'm going to give first one goes to the Swiss Army Knife Award, of course, Jackson Anthrop. Um, He was on the punt team, kickoff team. Uh, He played running back, played slot. He was on coverage. Um, Can't discount Jackson Anthrop's important to this team. Um, As Purdue is kind of, they're transitioning to being something even better, I think, on the football field. Guys like Jackson Anthrop are always going to be needed. Jackson Anthrop, uh, in his sixth year, he's 700 years old. He, He and I went to high school together. That's a joke. None of that's true. But he's, he's old, and he's, uh, by football years, like college football years, is 150 years old. There's a funny nickname. I think the, the, um, the team, ex-teammates call him hometown hero, which I think is very funny. Um, and he is a hometown hero. Um, guy wears his heart on his sleeve. Purdue football means a ton to him. He got broken up in the postgame presser. That really, that matters to me. I like seeing guys. He's a Boilermaker. He wants to be there. He wants to be in the black and gold. Jamari Brown, second order, uh, second second award. Um, Jamari Brown gets my, um, uh, stepped up award because this guy, when Trice went down, I think a lot of people, um, not just me thought we could be in for a long, long season without our best defensive back. And Jamari Brown for game upon game played pretty flawless football. He's made some mistakes here late. I can't figure out why, if he's gripping or what, but he's had a couple where he's grabbing jerseys and cheap pass interferences, but still... He's been very good, and he's been smart enough to make the pass interference when it looks like it's going to be a touchdown. Um, I'm I'm a big fan of Jamari Brown. His effort. He's a Kentucky transfer. He's been really really good for Purdue. The last two I'm giving out are the big uglies: Greg Long, Tyler Witt. They didn't get any. Um, they didn't get any uh, Big Ten awards, and they probably you know they're not going to get many awards. Um, but these guys were super important because they got better all season. They kept AOC's jersey clean. Um, they both have really big personalities, which I love. And um, I think they're they're very uh, – they're just important to the team. I do have one more award. I apologize. My notes are not very good. Um, my last, last award is for Garrett Miller, who stepped up when Payne Durham was down. Garrett Miller um, almost – Purdue didn't miss a beat at the tight end position when – Durham went down with his concussion and concussion syndromes. It took a little bit longer to come back from than I think he wanted to. But Miller's been very good. He's an intense presence out there. Um, he, uh, he cares, I can tell you that much. He gets pretty angry on the field. I love seeing a guy play plays with fire. He's really, really good, and um, I, I think he deserves some sort of award, and the Boiled Sports Awards are the, the greatest ones that anybody could want. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the IU game. Of course, um, uh, Purdue won 44-7. You heard us talk about it already this week, but I want to get a little bit more into it. Um, one of the big things I want to talk about is that rushing game. We talked about there were two the two longest runs of the season were uh, in that game, one by uh, Kangaroo, and the second one was by uh, Downing. Uh, both were 25 yards plus. I think Downing's run was 33. I can't remember the exact numbers. Horvath finished with 15 carries and 49 yards, had a really, really solid game. Um, you just can't um, – I know that the running game is beleaguered. People have given Purdue a hard time because they haven't run the ball very effectively. But that running game is part of the reason Purdue just kind of handled IU so easily. Every time they needed a big play, they needed a run, uh, everybody stepped up. And uh, that's, that's a huge deal. Um, Purdue had a hard time again. Uh, I think I think AOC was sacked twice. That hurt Purdue's rushing numbers a little bit, but um, one of them was a huge loss, like a 17-yard loss, uh, that hurt the rushing numbers. But Aiden O'Connell still 26 of 31, 278 yards, four TDs, on a quiet, uh, kind of effortless game. So uh, another big piece of news since we met on the handsome hour. Of course, Jack Plummer is heading out. He's um, he's going to transfer. I don't think that surprises anybody, but at the same time, it kind of stings just because I like Jack. Um, I thought he, I, you guys know my thoughts. If you've been here with us the whole season, you've heard me talk about it. I appreciate Jack. I ap- appreciate people like Jack. Um, first time I ever met Jack, I think, was at uh, Tyler's funeral uh, years ago. And um, he was young. I think he was redshirting that year. But, um, I, you know, I, I think he's a great player. I think he's a Consummate boilermaker. I said he was an engineer on our Twitter post. I apologize. He's a business major, um, but he's a smart guy. He is a he's pretty funny guy. He is really good with the fans. Uh, he's he's uh, a dry and business-like personality. But you saw a little bit of his emotion this this year when he got to play. Um, but he lost the starting job fair and square. AOC showed that he belonged there. I just I always hate seeing a guy that I like a lot leave purdue i wish him well i will be rooting for him um i think he's done nothing but bring uh purdue fans something to cheer for be proud of um yeah i mean i think the people that are critical of him i've heard him say you know he just checks down too much there's no doubt about that but um i think he's got a lot of talent i hope he finds uh, offense that allows him to do what he does and, and do big things um Thanks for tuning in today. Um, I don't have a ton more to talk about just because we hit on a lot of the Purdue IU uh, bucket game um, talk in the handsome hour. But I do appreciate you turning, tuning in live. we got uh, a handful of you guys here. Thanks a lot for doing that. Thanks to everyone interacting on Twitter. We're having a good time over there. Um, thanks to the AP poll in basketball for doing, being just absolutely awful at your job. Um, all this stuff, is uh, it, it's great. Um, let's see, interested, uh, one, one comment real quick. Uh, Ultimate Boiler says, interested to see what uh, Samson James does next year for our Boilers. And I am very interested in seeing this as well. I think it'll bolster the the running game. I really don't know if Horvath's coming back. I mean, you, if you heard Brom talk on his show, he's like, I don't know who's, who's a senior. I don't know who's going to stick around. And nobody does. They're all going to have meetings and kind of figure it out. And, um, I think James will be important. I hope he feels comfortable. I hope he feels like this is a place for him and he's kind of gotten into a bit of a groove in practice. I haven't heard anything about that, but I do know he's a talented guy and that's never a bad thing to have a, a, a talented running back in the stable. Um, also one thing I thought was really interesting before Purdue gets their bull announcement, they'll know probably by Sunday, definitely by Sunday, pardon me, um, Brom gives them two weeks off of football, which is really, really interesting and good. It gives them a chance to get healthy, get mentally right, uh, take a little break, get ready, get their studies completed uh, before the semester. Um, I, I like that a lot. I don't know if a lot of programs do that. I don't think Tiller did that. I think they had a short break under Tiller. Um, Daryl Hazel didn't give that breakout to his teams when they go to Bulls either, so, uh, and he was the best. Sorry, I'm really sarcastic right now. just this this um this AP poll stuff has gotten me revved up and it's just kind of turned up the 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 sarcasm, so I apologize I'm gonna hope I can get off of that um, after uh, Gonzaga gets named number one on Monday. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, have a great day. Hammer down. God bless you, and uh, look forward to seeing you again. Purdue plays Iowa on Saturday. Uh, should be a tough game. Iowa will be ready, and I think Purdue's going to be ready too. It's going to be a madhouse. Let's do it. Hammer down.